Arba Talks, inspiration for creating a sustainable and fulfilling life. Hello and welcome to our podcast series dedicated to discovering new, creative and sustainable ways for making choices that empower you to live a happy and meaningful life. In our today's conversation with our special guest Eva Wieprecht, the director of the International Virginia Satir Institute of Germany, international speaker, trainer in the generative change work, and developer of somatic movement integration practice, we focus on how we can overcome the challenges of the current times with the help of metaphors. And even more than that, we actually point out how we can use these challenges to move from survival mode to growth and evolution. Enjoy! Thank you, Alina. It's nice to see you back. Thank you for accepting the invitation of coming again and share with us your insights about these times and how we can best deal with everything that is going on because there are such challenging times that have been going on for a few months now. And I know many people that were hoping for all of these challenges to be gone in, in a few months. But what apparently is happening is that times are, are even more challenging as the months go by. And there are so many things, so many new things showing up that are even more challenging. So my first question to you would be how we can handle these, these challenges and how can we creatively organize our lives and our daily actions so that we use these times for our benefit and for our growth and not just be stuck in survival mode? Yeah, I think that's, that's a, actually a great question that I've been sitting with uh, myself. I guess I went through phases where first I thought, oh, here are some daily practices um, that I Uh, I'm applying for myself in order to create a sense of well-being. And I made some conscious choices about, you know, healthy eating and nutrition, about um, really engaging with my emotions and, and, and really sensing uh, my connection to certain relationships. And, and we have actually done a whole series of, of a podcast where we, you know, guided every chapter through all these different lenses and that really fitted for that period of time and now as the length of the challenges is expanding i've been noticing that inside of me i'm doing a shift and and i've been actually using the quote from gregory batesing that everything is a metaphor for everything else and really took that to heart And I've been really um, looking at the newness, like the new elements that we are um, experiencing and also the challenges that we are facing to, to use that as a metaphor for other metaphors, to, to open to a kind of a creative process. I want to give you an example. I noticed that I have 
been really feeling challenged by using the facial mask as a symbol for health and well-being. Um, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a symbol, it's a metaphor for I care for, myself, I care for others, I care for their health and their well-being, and this way I care for um, our system because our system needs to be honored in their limitation of supporting people. And when it comes to a very increasing development of the illness, it, it's actually the breathing that is not possible on your own terms. Yeah, exactly. And, right? And interesting enough, when I'm wearing the mask, no matter what technique I've been using, I felt restricted of breathing. Or, I, or maybe, the, my, maybe I even restricted myself from deeply breathing. I noticed that I started stop breathing and I need to remind myself to consciously do it. And even though I'm consciously breathing, I'm noticing that the, the out breath I'm taking back in because it's not going into fresh air and then recycled and then fresh air coming back in. Even if I deepen my breathing, I'm taking back in a breath that has already been used. So I'm not really having a fresh breathing possibility and so i found that quite interesting that maybe my challenge that i have with a facial mask is somehow in relationship to the need for deep breathing so i've been sometimes really reminded myself when i'm in my own space to sit down and do just a couple of square breathing for example like breathing in on four holding the breath on four, then breathing out on four, holding it on the count of four again, and just really giving myself some space and say, all I will do right now is just do some conscious breath. Or when I was in an unrestricted place, I did actually realize I can deeply breathe. I was just in, on a vacation trip on, on, in Tegansee and it, it's the mountains and a beautiful lake. And there I was very aware how, what a gift it is to be able to fully breathe in and breathe out and do it in the nature. And I see breath as a connection to our spirit, as a way of really connecting deeply with the fullness of who we are. So that was one, one example to what's the metaphor of, you know, protect each other so that the breathing illness um, is not spreading. But yet the reality is with the restriction I'm using, I'm restricted by breathing. So there's an interesting metaphor there. And interesting enough, too, in these times, if, if you think about the Black Lives Matters movement that just peaked again, what was, the, what was the peak of initiating that again? A man who's, who's, who's um, repetitively saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And so for me, I also took that incident of this man as him being a reflection of all of us in times when we are not breathing right. Yeah. And, and actually taking, 
either way, somebody else or ourselves taking our life away from not fully giving breath, giving life to the living. So I've been also taking this incident as a, as a metaphor, like where, where are moments in my life where I feel like I'm taking my breath away but, and not even noticing because I'm not really living fully um, what I believe to be true for myself. And I hold myself back and that's when I lock in and I don't breathe. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a recurring theme that shows up throughout the, these past few months, this theme of breathing and breath. We spoke in a previous podcast about how the, the virus can manifest in, into the, the body by, by causing breathing problems. So on a certain level at, at that time when we had that conversation was of the repercussions that were happening from the inside of the body and the incapacity of the body to breathe. And then there's an, another way this theme shows up with the mask of an exterior element that prevents us from breathing normally. And it's also like an interface between us and the outside world. So it's like a boundary that we put between us and our environment. Yeah. Um, that is actually, as we, we uh, represented it in our previous conversation, like the, the link that we have to the environment, that we are connected through our breath with the environment and with, with nature and with life. Because, you know, the, the, the saying that the breath of life. So we are, we are alive by, by the breath of life that is given to us. When we don't breathe anymore, we are not alive anymore. So I, I, I think this is kind of an, an interesting perspective, how these different stages or different situations reflect this theme of breath. Mm-hmm. And then a man actually saying that out loud mm-hmm. and people so strongly connecting with that statement. I think it, it's also an, an important symbol. For yeah, what? totally. I mean, I really see like, there is a, you know, there is a, now we have an interrelational situation, somebody putting force and somebody else saying the way you are putting force on me is not allowing me to breathe. I mean, obviously here, there's this absolute um, tragic, um, somebody physically dying. But if I lift that really as a, as a question of a metaphorical incident and, and, and opening it as a, as a mirror of what is happening in society. I have been in many relationship, conversational situation where I felt the way I'm forced to do certain things or the way I'm supposed to be um, showing up a certain way or the way I was restricted or maybe sh- and shut down in a um, really important relationship that I felt I could physically feel how that is restricting me from breathing fully. Um, So we can also think about how is that an incident, um, a dramatic, very dramatic symbol, a metaphor for what sometimes happens in very important relationship where somebody has deeper impact on the other person. And if I take also the, 
the symbol of the social distancing, the physical distancing, then I feel, wow, you know, taking a distance physically from another person has an impact on how much connected we feel to each other. How much are we feeling in communication? How much do we feel really connected and, and really feeling felt, feeling seen, feeling engaged? Sometimes physical distance to me helps. If I have an appropriate distance, sometimes that's, that's nice to actually be able to safely engage with each other. Sometimes the distance actually adds in a challenge to not feeling very much connected, to feel actually very distant from each other. There's a saying that Virginia has that communication is to relationship what breath is to life. So if a distance with somebody else is restricting my communication capacity, I'm not breathing into that relationship in a helpful way. So here's my curiosity. How can I do the physical distance and continue to bring through a proper communication that honors both of us a nice breathing space so that the two of us are still feeling engaged, connected, supported, validated. And to me, I know that I need more of that. And I really want to bring more of that into the world because the way I find communication to take place in powerful situation is really a lot of times taking my breath away. And it's, it's not very supportive. So it, it does raise the question, how can we use appropriate distancing in the physical distancing that we socially stay aligned, connected, and have still continuous healthy relationship? Because we are social creatures. We need we begin in, in a package deal of two humans. So we're bind to be binded. We're, bond, you know, we're bound to be connected. So here is that again. We're physically distancing and it does create a social distancing. And yes, I think that's the reality to it. How many people feel isolated these days? How many, how many people, it becomes visible now, but I think it has happened socially before. People were isolated. People were distant people were feeling not very connected to others a lot of the times if you know if i talk to clients and, and things like that so that's another metaphor yeah we used at, at a certain point in our conversations the metaphor of, of a global retreat that everyone was invited sort of speak during the lockdown and a lot of times in, in retreats, people do breath work. So they, they use these exercises to better connect to their senses, to their body and to their feelings, and also to be more aware of their own being. Yeah. And as it was actually impossible for everyone to go on these kinds of, of retreats, now there is a special situation created so that no matter where on, on earth people are, they are forced to become aware of their breath, even if they wanted or not to do that. Yeah. Even if they were prepared for it or not, even if they are ready for it or not, even they like it or not. So I think this uh, metaphor of the breath is a really strong one these days and maybe a question that would be 
I don't know, for, for me at least, it made a lot of sense to ask myself is what does breathing mean to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, a lot of people coming in the past saying that uh, they have no time to breathe or no space to breathe because of the heavy schedules that they have or the many things that they needed to accomplish in, in their daily lives. And now, in a paradoxical way, it seems like we have the space to breathe. although in a completely different way yeah and the time to breathe because everything is either stopped or slowed down yeah i find that a brilliant question and um, i may have shared that another time actually my beginning was um in coming into the world was with a restriction of breathing i had my navel cord around my neck and that was kind of like a beginning story and it has actually become a pattern throughout my life pretty continuously that with that initiative traumatic event, if you wish, that the restriction of breathing has been almost like a friend along the road. And sometimes I have very shallow breathing and I actually have to remind myself to do like a deep breathing. Um, I was on a, um, in the Maldives on a, on a, on a snorkel trip and I'm not good with deep waters. And I realized I was kind of like ready to get a panic attack in the deep waters of snorkeling because somebody said, oh, here's a shark. And he was very excited about it, me not. But as I was relaxing into floating in the water and actually looking down and sometimes if I, if I look deeply in, under my waters, then I, maybe there's a whole new world that opens up. And in that moment, I started to calm my breathing down and I deepened my breathing. And all of a sudden, I could see the beauty that was right under my body that I wasn't able to see before because it was so busy with like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so breath has always been kind of a thread of connection that was challenging for me. But at the same time, every time I'm noticing, I'm restricted right now. And then I become aware of it. And then I allowed to use some of the techniques of deep breathing that I learned, maybe just, you know, touching my belly and breathing into my belly more deeply so that I push in breathing in the the hands away from the belly to support it and do it just a couple of times. That would actually help me to remind myself that that's something I can consciously do as well it's not just unconsciously happening all the time i can consciously choose to do that and in that choice usually the deepest learning moments happen for me i felt not good but something happened that i could remind myself and in this breathing exercise something new open up and i had a learning moment of like wow i love snorkeling i love what i see here and it was a really um really big learning moment for me there and i had many others but just to give that example so yeah so i i would invite all those listening to us to maybe hold this question of what does breathing mean to them and maybe pay some attention to how their breath is now when they listen to to this recording and if that's relaxing or that's agitating or that's giving some some other kind of 
of a state and if they are okay with that or they want to change that maybe breathe more deeply or maybe take in more air or have a longer exhale and see how that feels in the body and what what that means for them at this time i love that i will take that to heart too and use that exercise and that was our today's episode of our choices series let us know your opinion about the topics we touched and make sure you share it with the people that would most benefit from listening to it to be sure you are not missing out on important topics for you simply subscribe to our channel and get notified when new episodes are released until next time stay healthy centered connected and committed to design the life that you want